You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 217 of the KB Mod Podcast. It is December 6th, 6th, 2015. 6th. Uh, and um, we've got the normal cast of characters here. Katie, Katie Zen, mostly that. Katie Zen's back, though. Katie, how I'm are you back, doing? Notably. I'm doing okay. How was your two meetings? I remember him holding a pistol. Today? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Much smaller picture. and furrier than ever before. What? How was your uh, hiatus uh, slash vacation? Did you? Uh, you had said okay. you were. Yeah. What? What did you get up to? Um, anything? Anything good? Well, the Bloodborne DLC came out, and that was sort of just too good that it kind of stopped me from moving, including my mouth muscles. Moving. So I couldn't really. Oh, so you were playing the Bloodborne speak. DLC instead of being yes. on the cast? Is that okay? Yeah, that's, that's fair. at I least mean, you're honest. Yeah, at least I I'm honest. I have honesty, to, even though this, uh, yeah. this will be your last cast. Yeah, it's okay. good that you, you know what? said it now. I think I kind of knew that when I sat down to play it, but <laughs> it okay, was so, worth it. So playing a lot of Bloodborne. Yes. Any, uh, any? Did you have any interesting uh, happenings in real life that you'd like to share? I mean, I feel uh, like two weeks. I did not. You live in a very exciting. You live in Michigan, right? No, I live in Indiana. Indiana, really <laughs> unexciting place. <laughs> not, well, Mich- both are not excited for Michigan or Indiana. Neither are going to be super exciting. Can I can I ask you how you feel about uh, our our poll this evening? Blockbuster just running away with it against Family Video and Hollywood Video. Yeah, I don't know if I understand that. I think it might be because you know, it's like when uh, celebrities die, they want to. Uh, like honor them, and they're honoring Blockbuster. Oh. I, I didn't like, have I didn't have a Blockbuster or a family video where I grew up. I grew up in Pennsylvania. Keep in mind of the location, and the chain of movie theaters near me was called West Coast Video. West Coast, yeah. But but it was Pennsylvania. Yeah. Huh. Did it feel like the West Coast? <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. It, no, it was not a West Coast chain either. There there were none on the West Coast. It was an it was an Ohio Valley. That's like, so weird. Like movie, Did they just have like Tupac chain. playing on repeat? Isn't is Tupac West Coast? I don't know. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I bet they thought they were super clever too. They have a. They keep it. <laughs> yeah, inside it's they have a palm tree that grows in the center. <laughs> of the it's just they're trying to keep it West Coast. They have like surfboards, palm <laughs> surfboards, trees. and yeah. <laughs> wow, it's four twenty somewhere, bros. Now we're at the movie. <laughs> That's what they say when oh. you come in. It's 420 somewhere. <laughs> How's no one? I'm, has anyone ever made a parody of uh, it's five? Someone has to have made a four. If not, Nick, your job is to make a full parody I song called you It's 420. Google somewhere. that, and there would just be I'm pages not, and pages I'm of I'm telling you right now, so you don't get your expectations up. I'm not fucking doing that. Okay, ever. well, all right. <laughs> I'm just not gonna do that. It's probably already been done, so you're probably off the hook good um all right well katie it's good to have you back you know i never thought i'd say this but we really did we missed you man you know <laughs> oh you're serious uh yeah i did i missed don't, you. don't speak don't okay. speak for everyone please. i did I honest okay i'm speaking for myself i missed you it's good to have it's good to have you back um but let's talk a little bit about how our week's been so i asked katie so you don't really have anything super specific you've just been doing your uh, thing no i played before. i played a few different things i'm, I'm not asking about the games now i'm talking oh yeah, no we're on the first no, part I didn't, of the I didn't section. To, uh, didn't do anything okay. too exciting. All right, that's fine. Well, anybody, any of a lot of uh, a lot of finals. Oh yeah, did anything ever uh, pan out with your with that teacher you were trying to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. Okay, I'm just checking. 
the the one that uh, gave you like a uh, like a three or something or three percent. Yeah, three out of one hundred. Oh, three out of one hundred. Yeah, right. Is a sign um, that I need to learn. How is it? Did you finish that, or how is that class going? Did you end up finishing that class? Uh, I've been turning in assignments months late and getting full credit. So okay, so she so well. her bark was a lot worse than her bite then, because I thought like I thought that was yes, the whole thing like she was going to be a teacher, and then she's giving you a hundreds for turning stuff in late. So well, this is again like we okay, said so last time. Okay, so something did happen. I had okay, <laughs> yeah. so speaking about that class, I had paper three that was like the third paper we were doing is supposed to be due tomorrow, and the fourth paper was introduced like somewhat recently. We get an email saying that it's due. The fourth paper is due in addition to the third paper tomorrow, which I have not even started. Right. So there's and no I'm chance so, that so I'm that's stressing happening. out. And then I basically get an email saying, LOL, nope. I messed up. <laughs> so I'm just imagining an email from a professor from the teacher. Says, LOL, nope. LOL, yeah, nope. saying LOL, nope. But no, it was a very stressful morning. I'm freaking out because I did miss a day and I'm thinking, oh my God, what the fuck did I miss? Okay, but so that's I good don't though. Miss school. Yeah, even hearing you saying like the word assignment gives me hives. So mm-hmm. I have them right now. Hives. Not even my, yeah, <laughs> really specific hives. Um, let <laughs> the face cams off. Yeah, well, because I don't want I'm I've broken out all over. It's just, I look like no, that, a giant. That, that is Scott's actual face. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. right. He yeah. actually wears his glasses I'm, like on. They they just touched on two <laughs> spots on his eyes that protrude wa- from his face. I watched this whole Jar Jar uh, Sith theory on YouTube and it blew my mind. So I thought I would. The, the context for audio listeners is Scott is currently a Jar Jar Binks avatar. It's a Jar Jar is... with a neck beard and my glasses. Granted, the variation of the, uh, the t shirt that I sold. So how, how do you pronounce? Is that Jappel Jappel? JPL JPL JPL. And actually, it's, you it's, saw it's... JPL. It says JPL, and then I had to cut it out because Skype doesn't allow. But it says Finks on the bottom, so instead of Binks. But anyway, yeah. I want to watch uh, episode one now. Episode one. Yeah, honestly, oh. we watched episode one before I moved, and I think we both said it's not as bad as it's. It's we not remembered. great. Yeah, but it's a movie. Anyway. Have you watched Nick? Have episode you seen, one, have you read... the Last Airbender. <laughs> yes. Have you have you read any of the theories about the whole Jar Jar Sith idea? I haven't read them, but I've heard about them. Honestly, like the, there's a video, there is a video that kind of puts it all into one with like clips from the movie, and the, it's the reason I think I'm holding on to it so tightly is because it does it, it's like okay, this this character makes a lot more sense in the context. I heard and there's some, stuff even. I heard are, you, are you turning into a Jar Jar Binks apologist? <laughs> no, yeah, not what an, the hell? Not an apologist. <laughs> just, but, but there's like all these like even from the actor and like George Lucas like quotes from him saying like that he kind of shied Wait, away. The actor just, that plays Jar Jar. Yeah, that the script oh, was yeah, changed. He's a trustworthy a source. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Didn't George Lucas like recently say that his favorite Star Wars character is Jar Jar? Yes. To, yes. Like yes. just like to spite everyone. Well, that's what people think, and now this is, follows into the theory that Jar- he has to be. There's no way his favorite character is fucking Jar Jar. I'm telling you, check the theory. Didn't George out. Lucas say it's got some pretty interesting stuff. Star Wars. There's Didn't a lot of comparisons. What? Say again. Didn't George Lucas like say like recently that he was just done with all yeah, Star Wars? Yeah, he, he's done with Star Wars stuff. The reason, well, so that's that's why, that's why that's why he said Jar Jar is his favorite character. No, I don't because he's done with it, and he's saying fuck you to everybody. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think you should. I think you should check it out. There's a lot of comparisons between uh, like uh, Yoda and Jar Jar, 
um, in the sense of like when Yoda's first introduced and all that stuff. Like, remember, he's kind of like a doofus, like this character, and then he turns out to be this master later. You know, find it. And there's a lot of there's a lot of things that like where Jar Jar hangs out with and Palpatine his connection. I'm telling you, man. I, I think George Lucas got cold feet. Jar Jar when... basically like initiate the galactic <laughs> yeah, he's like, public. Yeah, he's kind of like he honestly like, like a, the whole idea is becomes like an ambassador, and then like yeah. he like suggests that uh, that yes. some like some something happens, and that was that's like an episode two, and then episode maybe three. It's, maybe it's really like a coming of age story where he starts out and you don't take him seriously, but then by the end of the saga, you know he's he's. He's a completely that's, different character. That's what know? that's what the whole theory is that that was what was supposed to happen, and then he abandoned that because of the backlash with the character and didn't go through with it and was just like, "Fuck oh, it." Okay. And so, anyway, I'm telling you, it has a, there's a lot of really really good points made. Um, Brad, you didn't even watch the whole video. Fuck off. He's in the chat. He's like, "I didn't make it to the first <laughs> two minutes," and then in the later later in, it makes a lot more sense. There's a lot of good clips. I mean, it's just a theory, but it at least makes Jar Jar bearable. Like, if he is a mastermind Sith Lord and they like abandon it in the script, that could be like. I understand why he's so like prominent a little bit. So anyway, but here's, yeah, like, he pro- here's the real why he's prominent because he was gonna be a toy. And he was gonna they, be. A toy. You guys know Hutch and Bunny have a movie podcast. If you guys want to get on that, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're trying to take some of that market right now. I think it's oh, called it's... Netflix and Chill. This is <laughs> super clever. Yeah. I thought this was a movie podcast. I'm trying to take a piece of that market. Our review count is going podcast. up by one each time. I mentioned Jar Jar, so I've actually, anyway, I've actually been binge watching several shows recently. Like I've been, I've been watching uh, TV shows more than playing games. Has anybody started Man in the High Castle yet? Yeah, I, I how do you how do you like it? Though? It's it's pretty good. It's hard to really talk about it without spoilers, but it's, a, it's is this the one with the Nazis? Yeah, yeah. Are there Nazis? No yeah, spoilers, that's... though. <laughs> Nazis. What's that show on again? Is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So I watched that. I started Jessica Jones, uh, which is pretty good. And I finished Mr. Robot. And so I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not normally someone that is constantly watching TV shows, but I think, I don't know if it's just because it's like cold outside and I just like curling up and watching a show. But I've been doing that a lot recently. Do you usually curl up? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like in the fetal position? No, you can curl and it not be fetal. I'd like to think of you in the fetal position. Well, I mean, sometimes, <laughs> you curl sometimes it is. Sometimes it is, just not always. Uh, I, Mr. Robot was pretty good. It gets kind of weird there towards the end of the season. Uh, the pilot was one of the greatest pilots of all time, though. Like, it was unbelievable. <laughs> That is true. Yeah. I mean, I thought, actually, I liked the beginning of the season a lot, and then I actually liked the, I don't know, I think I liked it less as it went on, because it got a little crazy and a lot less believable. Um, but anyway, if you haven't watched it. I can see that. I still thought it was good, but it's like, it it was, I was watching the last few episodes just because I was like, well, I'll finish out the season, and uh, it, it was okay, I guess. Okay. Um... I've uh I'm watching a show on TLC that I really like called um Arranged and uh we're okay, on episode you know uh, three uh, <laughs> three ten and I don't know what couples are gonna make it. I'm telling you, it's been a whirlwind season. I'm not <laughs> I, sarcastic. I, I just got finished watching two seasons of Catfish and I started Bar yes. Rescue. 
Oh my god, Bar Rescue is so good. Catfish is good too. <laughs> the guy of Bar Rescue looks like a fucking serial killing robot. Dude, and he gives he goes off. He's fucking nuts. He has crazy eyes. It drives he me does. crazy. I actually he like really I, I like Bar Rescue, but I just I love the intro where it has like the fake like 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 HUD stuff where it's like this is super scientific guys and there's like little graphs and shit going on and like yeah. the frame. I, I watched a lot of Bar Rescue, but then it got I think it just sort of lost its luster for me because it is so formulaic and every episode is the same. As someone that watched two seasons of Catfish, that doesn't doesn't mean shit to me, apparently. <laughs> Catfish is great. Yeah, I don't know. Catfish is... That's an addicting I, show. I've watched, I've watched a lot of that and so many... I, I mean, my favorite part, part about that show is... Like, people that have seen the show Catfish and stuff like that. Yeah, they're like, no. I saw you guys on Catfish. I I want to know if I'm getting catfished. Right, and it's like, if you have to ask that, 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 when you're writing those words down, you should be (laughs) like, I'm probably getting catfished. 100% I'm getting catfished if I have to write into Catfish. Hey, guys, am I getting catfished? (laughs) If you You guys want to come with me and uh, find out? Yeah. I don't want to go alone. It'd be awkward. That show, anyway. (laughs) that That show is interesting, though, because... I don't know. There's just the the draw, especially when the when the confrontation and then because it never. I, I don't know if we've. Did you see the episode of the show? There was one episode of that show where the girl. It was like they were all they were trying to catfish catfish. It was an episode where this girl came wow. out as a lesbian, and then she like had her friends do all this fake drama, and then they found out about it on the show, and it was all like a joke. Machine Gun Kelly, the the rapper from Cleveland, was on it. What? He, he gets soup, dude. It's one of the best episodes ever. What and he's fuck? so mad, and he gets so mad, like he's like he's gonna shoot somebody up I when he finds out it was all so much. Anyway, you need to watch. This <laughs> it's great. I'll I find live the for it. I live for this. Oh There's man, better. There was it was like a twist on twist on twist, but some great TV guys. Catfish is definitely on there. So what have we been playing? Yes. Uh, are you still gonna be my boo? It's my favorite. Uh, what? <laughs> what was that? No, it's when they find the. And the person just looks completely different. They're like, "Are you are you still gonna be my yeah. boo?" Yeah. <laughs> when they ask, they'll still. And the other them. guy, is, this has the most dejected face. They're like, "Oh my god." Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. What, Katie, you go first. We talked about Bloodborne, but yeah, the DLC. Uh, Why uh, is the DLC so yeah, good? So it's, just... it's uh. So I think the best kind of DLC is uh. So this DLC wasn't anything that was. Uh, announced it to come out when the game came out. It was they did the same thing with Dark Souls One, where they took a bunch of cut content and expanded on it into a full thing. And they actually, I heard that it was originally going to be two DLCs, and they compiled them into one package. And they're uh, it's just there's a lot of content, and the price did go up from fifteen to twenty, but it's absolutely some of the best content in like the Souls like series history some of the bosses there are are like five new bosses that came out with the dlc and even the ones where it's clear that like less amount of resources went into them they're still like not bad at all like there is there's the boss where it's not like it's just a bunch of smaller enemies together and like normally you'd shrug it off like oh it's one of those bosses but it uh it really works it's fun a lot of the bosses are good uh i want to stress that as much as i can uh, one boss in particular, I did a video of myself screaming, completely genuine reaction. It was absolutely crazy. It did, uh, like, you got it down to a certain point. You saying and... it's a genuine reaction is like the prank videos where they're like, <laughs> I know, real, this I is know. real footage. And I wa- like, yeah, you keep it saying sucks it. Cause 
I want to stress to people that, that like me screaming <laughs> every time you say but this it again, sucks. it's lowering. I'm not. I, I'm. That's what I'm further saying. Further That's from believing you now. Yeah. Keep stressing uh, yeah, at the point that this is yeah, real. It's totally Genuine fake. reaction, totally gone fake. sexual prank. Gone sexual. <laughs> gone sexual. <laughs> oh, Must God. watch. Mature rate. So we're going to tackle it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in all caps. There's stars. You know. Yeah. The little Pink. little tr- little Dorito triangles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many hours yeah, did the DLC uh, have? Like, how long is... I mean, I guess it depends, but how many hours have you put into the DLC? It was... So it took me... I... When I got everything, I explored everything. I did all the bosses, all the stuff. And it took me about eight to nine hours. And I did, like, die here and there to every boss, which was good. They're all very difficult. Uh, so, um, it's all... It's nothing to where... The main... Like, the, the main game of Bloodborne by itself, like, you wouldn't really be missing out if you didn't have the DLC. Like, it's not... It's all optional, but if you own if you own Bloodborne, you you have to get the DLC. It's it's a sin not to have it. It's okay. that good. Who That's makes pretty who makes Bloodborne? What's the studio? It's a Japanese Infinity company War. called uh, From Software. <laughs> Infinity War. Uh, and how much did From Software pay you to speak well <laughs> of the DLC on this podcast? They didn't have to. I, I feel like you should, I feel like you should disclose that kind of information. Yeah. Uh. Quite a lot of yen. I won't say how much, but uh, I'll you realize that the conversion rate, like it could be a lot of yen and it could be no fucking money. In like I got dollars. 50 yen. Yeah. 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 Three buy. It's like 15 cents. I don't know what. No. Yen. <laughs> yeah. Rate. yeah uh, other than Bloodborne, I played like two hours of Just Cause 3. And uh, mm, let's, let's oh, yeah. Just Cause 3. Has anyone I'm not sure. It? I haven't. Yeah. Okay. Go no, ahead. Else. Go ahead. Right. Like so, yeah. I haven't played a lot of it to say anything other than like first impressions, but I think there are a lot of changes from Just Cause Two to Three that really kind of like movement feels really bad, and, and like simple things like combat. Like so, in Just Cause Two, when you're shooting, could you could you right click to zoom in while you're shooting? Is yeah. that a thing in Just Cause Two? Yeah. That's not in the game anymore. No, it is. So you're it always is. you need to you need to play a little further in the story. Oh, story. okay. So there, the there's the again. first problem. Okay. Well, well, okay. The the main quest <laughs> yeah, there are a few line. missions in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, so there that, are a few missions in the beginning you have to go through. Yeah, that that's actually one of the things that I I thought too because I was like, oh, why can't I zoom in to you know to yeah. um, to aim a little better? But then at, you get that really early on. Um, but it's it's weird that it's not in the game to begin with. So they kind of yeah. they kind of like um, they kind of take you through some of the core aspects of the game in the first part of the storyline, and uh, and I actually played like I think I played maybe six hours of it, five six hours, and uh, and I I didn't realize that I hadn't actually been playing the main game. I had just been going around and like capturing cities, which yeah. is not the main game or is like so not the main too. quest line. So I just uh, like I just unlocked beacons where you can call down, uh, like you can have the rebels come in and drop a vehicle for you or something. I just got to that like right before the podcast, and I think that's like maybe the fourth or fifth mission or something. But I've been playing for like six hours already. So there's there's a lot of side stuff to do. I feel like um, yeah yeah. But Very what... first thing I did 
I, I got a helicopter, and I found the highest place in the world, and I wingsuited off. That's, like, the first thing you do in, like, any game like that. <laughs> yeah, it's no, pretty but, much um, mandatory. Of course. Of course. Yeah, like, the game, the, that game just does not take itself seriously at all. Like, Just Cause 2 did not take itself seriously, but Just Cause 3 is, takes itself even less seriously. Um, like one of my main complaints so far, or I, I don't know, it's it's kind of a complaint, is that the the grappling system now is like the the most efficient way to get across the world. Like it's not even really worth driving cars and stuff a lot of the time because if you need to go like a kilometer, you can literally just grapple yourself around and between your parachute and the wingsuit, it is faster usually than taking a car. Like, unless you can find a helicopter, it is faster because of, like, elevation changes and stuff going up mountains. You can literally just scale a mountain using your grappling hook and the parachute, which is cool, but also, like, kind of takes some of the fun out of it, I think. Do you feel, did you feel that way at all? Uh, you could do that stuff in Just Cause 2, right? Like, you could go, you could, like, uphill. You could, Cars but now... and planes and shit were better, though. Yeah, I feel like yeah. the the grappling the grappling and parachute stuff was not quite as fluid in Just Cause 2, whereas now it's very fluid and it's like really easy to stay in the air constantly while you're parachuting and grappling. Like I think they've just yeah. refined that system to where it is so easy to to just cruise along like faster than cars just by grappling. Now tell me if you agree with this. Like while like the airborne stuff is really refined, things with like the smaller movements, like the really precise jumps and like running and stuff, I feel like that just doesn't work as well as it used to. Yeah, the like, movement feels a little clunky when you're making small movements. Um, but the yeah. movement also isn't that important in the <clears> game because usually you're grappling to something directly. Like if you're if you're trying to get on a car or something, you just grapple to the car. Um, like, I feel like the movements are so broad because you're just always grappling long distances that, yeah. that the, the small movements don't feel great, but they're also not nearly as important as, like, the small movements in something like, say, The Witcher, where those small movements made the game unplayable almost for me in the yeah. beginning. Whereas the example, Cause 3, I, like, I don't feel that way. The example I'm thinking of is, like, example, you're up to the side of a building and you want to scale to the top. You have to kind of awkwardly grapple the side, jump, grapple again. Oh, you hit the ventilation. Uh, that doesn't. That's not a good surface. You fall right back down, and that feels yeah. Like really clunky. Yeah, there are some spots like that, um, but I, I feel like the the grapple distance and everything is so generous that oh yeah, it doesn't really bother me because I I know I can get anywhere. Like sometimes I miss or something, but I can always get back there pretty easily just grappling. Um, I, the one thing is like the the game. You're basically someone in chat said it, but like you're basically just a superhero. You're he. You can't die. Well, you can die, but there are times where you absolutely think you should die and you don't. That's like, what I hear. I hear it's sort of for pretty <laughs> like really forgiving. Like like you're wingsuiting and you're you know you are going down at uh, at terminal velocity in your wingsuit. You smack against the ground. Your body ragdolls off of the ground, and and you know yeah. it's just and it like flashes That's like you know, you're, like he's you know he's hurting a bit. But I just that happened, and I was like, okay, well that that describes this game. 
is like when you die, it's because you're in something that like exploded and you are really yeah. dead. People, yes, a could, lot of people you have could said fall. that it's, it feels like your character is a superhero essentially. Yeah. I mean, which is like this, I mean, the second game, but even more so. Yeah, this in game, three, I, mean, like... I mean, like you regularly go, if when you go into cities to destroy, um, you know, destroy all of the propaganda speakers and everything to take over the city for the rebels, you, you always have to go into kind of their little military base. And it's basically just you against a constant wave of enemies. And you are just invincible. Like, the only time I ever have trouble is if there are projectile rockets or something being shot at me. But I don't even think I've, I've died due to actual gunfire. Like, you, you, mm. you, have to, yeah. you have to be surrounded and at, you know, having helicopters on you and stuff before you will die to regular gunfire. So it's, it's a little bit ridiculous. I will say one more thing. I think, like, the taking out the minimap is kind of a misstep because when you're doing those, like you're liberating the towns, uh, at least at first, like I, again, I haven't played a lot, so this might just be something where I have to get used to what I have to look for, but I spent a bit like trying to find everything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I do wish they had a mini map, but the, like, I think the game is more, it is, it is a better just cause two, which is to say that like, I don't think just cause two was necessarily a, a great $60 game. Just Cause 2 was an amazing $2.50 game because like that's when most of us came into it. And when you, yeah. when you compound that experience with the multiplayer mod, which was free, it's it's like one of you know, it's one of the most amazing games, but very few people actually paid full price for that game. Whereas Just yeah. Cause 3, it's like I you know, I don't know that it's I don't know that it's a good $60 game. I think it's like a really good $30 game. Like when it's yeah. on sale, I think I think it's a great yeah. I think it's a great game for what it is, but like I don't know that it's worth sixty dollars when you put it up against other sixty dollar games. Yeah, I wouldn't spend sixty dollars on it. But uh also the other thing is uh and like I've heard people talking about the console versions that have really long load times. Uh there are a lot of uh, loading screens. It is really annoying. Um even me having two SSDs in RAID Zero, like the amount of loading screens, even though they're not that long, is really annoying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I played on the PS4, and uh, I got a lot of that. Yeah, so... I like, also don't like the whole how they're forcing, like, all the media interaction. Can that be turned off? Like, I haven't really sought it out. Like, you're gliding, and all of a sudden you'll see, you just passed how many airborne miles Cooter Thug 49 <laughs> has gotten. I'm not sure. I think there is an an offline mode, but it seems like maybe that's uh, the source of some of the slowdown. Um, but I th- I actually thought that was kind of neat at the be- in the beginning, but yeah. then it, it got a little it got a little old when it's it's like you know I I continue seeing the same stuff like the the altitude I've gone in my parachute, and I always see that thing ticking upward. But it's like well I do that all the time, so it's just kind of annoying to be seeing that. Um, yeah, I didn't have a big problem until it got to the point where when I would lose connection to my internet and I hit like the minimap button, it would just put me into like a loading screen while I tried to connect again. Right. So that's what I, that's what I've heard is that like it, it's constantly making hooks into the online service. And if you have um, trouble with your internet or if it can't reach that service, like uh, I think when it first came out, it might've been overloaded or something then that was causing a lot long load times because it seems like they have some bad logic in there. Um, 
So it's Just Cause 3 will be like a, probably a really great game in about six months or so when they patch all yeah. of the silly stuff out and they you know they fix the online servers or whatever. Um, I think right now it's a pretty good experience. I I I was lucky enough to get a key. I didn't pay money for it, so I'm I'm very happy with it uh, for zero dollars. But for sixty dollars, I don't know that it's worth it. Uh, but I have enjoyed my like six or so hours with it. I mean, it's basically living in an action movie. Um, yeah. And, and some some of the crazy stuff you do is really fun. Uh, it's basically just it is begging for an online mode. It is absolutely begging for just cause three multiplayer type action because yeah exactly it is such a better so they have platform for a for multiplayer like i can already see the core game where you're kind of taking over you're taking over towns one by one for the rebels and actually claiming land it's just like why can this not be a multiplayer kind of like planet side 2 where you're you're trying to take over like it's like a constant struggle for land masses that would be amazing um, and I think it's a crime that something like that is not in the game when it comes out. I think that's definitely going to come in the future. Like I think it has to. I, I think it has to. But it's 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 unfortunate that they weren't able to put that in the base game because I think that if something like that was in the game, I think that is what makes it a sixty dollars purchase. Yeah. I, I find one it more hard thing. to justify any sixty dollars non multiplayer purchase. That's just me though. Yeah. Like I, gen- I will wait anymore. on single player games to go on sale. Otherwise, like I, I'm not going to spend sixty dollars on a single player game. I, yeah. think, I think it's a good game for people that enjoy uh, kind of hundred percenting games because it. I mean, I sort of started down that path without realizing it. Like you have to take over uh, all of these these cities and take over lands, but I don't think you actually have to do any of that for the main storyline. Um, so I think it's a good game for for people like that that just enjoy doing everything there is to do in the game. If you're that kind of person, then you'll get your money's worth out of it. Uh, but for someone who's just going to play through the story and do a little bit of side stuff, I don't know that the value is there. Um, and just like Just Cause 2, from what I can tell so far, the story is basically trash. Like I'm, I'm pretty much at the point yeah. where I'm, I think I'm going to start skipping the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really attached to the characters. All right, so Bloodborne, Just Cause... Anything else? I Kate? played one more thing. Well, Black Ops Three. Add one more thing. Played with some pussy. <clears throat> well, mm-hmm. every day. Every a day. Cat. I played a game about. called. Oh. It's called Doctor Lemkeskov, the Tiger, and the Terribly Cursed Emerald: A Whirlwind Heist. Have any of you heard of this? Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah. That's yeah. the name of the game. Yeah, it's a. Uh, no. They it's from the director or something. No, it's it's like a. It's from the people. It's from the guy that did the Stanley Parable, and he started a new company. Uh, it's called Crows, 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 okay. and it's this is free on Steam. It's like fifteen twenty minutes. It's fun. You should all play it. Is it a it. Uh, what is it, what kind of style of is it like first person? It's, is it it's first person? It's okay. St- think Stanley. Pa- think like you're playing one of the stories of Stanley Parable, okay. like just in its own game, and that's basically okay. it. Are there weapon attachments? There are about 300 attachments, and you can actually buy different colors. Okay. So light on actual narrative, 15 to 20 minutes, but very heavy on weapon attachments. 300 is a lot. I think that's more than even the current Call of Duty has. And there's a different trading card for each attachment. Okay. So good luck trying to do that. I'm going to say Black Ops 3 is pretty good. I'm just going to chime in real quick because you said you played it. 
Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's fun. Still have not played it yet. I, I have it. I have not played I it. I don't think I like it more than Black Ops 2 multiplayer. I, I don't think so. I like the maps in Black Ops 2. But there's a lot in the yeah. game. That's true. Okay. Don't like the purifier, though. That's, that's one exception. Well, you're a dirty <laughs> little whore, so that's not shocking. Okay. Ah! Got him. Sounds good. <laughs> Got uh, him. I'm done. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> since you kind of went with Just Cause, was there anything else besides Just Cause? Uh, um, three days. Yeah, Just Cause. I played a, a good amount of that. Uh, I played the new, uh, the new Hearthstone expansion wing. Uh, that's almost over. I think they have one more week of that. Um, so that's been fun. But other than that, that's pretty much it. I've been watching TV shows and stuff, and then got into Just Cause three this weekend. So I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try and play probably Just Cause three. I don't know if I'll finish it, but I'm I'm still enjoying uh, like all of the things I'm I'm exploring and getting. The one the one cool thing that is in Just Cause Three that they did not have in Just Cause Two was like a progression system for for the different mechanics in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in the cars, for instance, uh, you you liberate a city and then there's a challenge and you have to do the challenge and if it's a car challenge, then uh, you finish it and you get points toward uh, an, like kind of an upgrade. And so one of the first upgrades you get is a turbo or a nitrous for your car. And so it's sort of like in Just Cause 2 multiplayer where you had a car, but then you can uh, like basically you know, use a nitrous boost for your car. And they have that okay. for all of the different mechanics. There's like a helicopter one and an airplane one. Um, so unlocking those is fun because it, it gives you kind of more variety and more stuff to mess around with. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna probably play until that doesn't uh, like until that's not fun anymore. Um, but I may I may try and branch out a little bit this next week and play uh, like either Black Ops or Fallout. Okay, uh, Fenton, what about you? Paladins. Paladins. Yes, oh, yeah. you went seventy seventy eight and two or something. You said earlier in a bot match. In a bot oh bot match. Yes. Yeah. Okay. How are you liking Paladins? We talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, I only played a little bit before the latest patch that came out Tuesday, I think. So I haven't gotten a chance to play like the new character or like the new settings, really. Um, but I've been liking it still. I mean, it's something to do, and it seems to be the thing that like is scratching my itch. Where esports yeah. itch? <laughs> yeah, the esports itch. It's located. Yeah. Where is between, it on your body? Between. The balls and the asshole. Your tank. Your <laughs> gooch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a it's a specific spot though. It's not like my just anywhere. There's so there's when you actually spot. play when you play the game and I, you physically feel like that's. I have an scratched. electrode hooked up to that spot, <laughs> and whenever I get a kill, I electrocute myself. Okay. Or the wow. game the game electrocutes me. That's very my, intricate. Did you build that my, yourself? I did with a box mod. Okay. So that's what you've been doing most of the week. <laughs> yeah, mostly building my my paladin's gooch torture device. <laughs> paladin's gooch. Oh my god, I'm sure they would. Re- I'm sure High Res is very excited that, as far as like brand recognition, that I'm sure they want paladin's realized, and gooch in the same sentence. Yes, they should. If they ever make box art, which they won't, because it's a it's a fucking it's 2015. Have your quote on it. Uh, have that. It it electrocutes my gooch. Quote Nick Fenton. <laughs> <laughs> you know Bart, get it, get that going. Get that. I'll, I'll hit him up. 
Let's see if we can get we can get a, get a hookup going. And then he can um, change your name. The game of the year version. Did he yeah. fuck with your name in the, this game, or do you actually have your normal? No, I have name? a normal name. Oh, okay, I have my normal NPN name. Oh, we can fix that. Yeah. Stop sure. talking! Don't bring it up. Sure, he'll do it. Don't bring it up ever. Um, I just realized also that I haven't played Battlefront since Monday, and on Tuesday I believe the new map came out, so I should probably get to playing that, mm-hmm. and then I can find out what happens in Episode Seven because it's the it, the battles pre- the prequel to the Episode <laughs> Seven. It's you know the big the Star Destroyer in the trailer, yeah, like on that desert planet. It's that that's it, that's the battle that takes place there. Uh, okay, I mean. <sighs> I've seen I've seen a lot of people uh, tweeting that the population even for that game seems to be pretty. It dead seemed like it PC. seemed like getting into games has slowed down already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask if that's the case. Okay, well, I feel like that's kind of the the type <clears throat> of game that is though. The type of player that it's attracting is probably not hardcore first person shooter player that plays you know weekly and sticks with it. It's like attracting someone that enjoys Star Wars and plays every now and then. Yeah. It's funny to me that, I mean, we'll see that Nick Fenton does unapologetically love things, so I guess I'm not shocked that you're playing Battlefront, but... never said I loved Battlefront. Not that, not that you loved it, but I'm saying you love you like Star Wars a lot. So yeah, I like Star Wars. You will Wars. overlook, you'll just be like... No, it's not that I'm even, I, like, it's it's fine for what it is. Like, yeah. I, like what, are my, six... what are my shooter options right now are Halo 5 with right. Ford's map big team battle, Star Wars Battlefront... Black Ops Three, which isn't going to happen, and Paladins basically. So I've been playing Paladins and a little bit okay. of Battlefront, right. and I guess not Halo because it's been doing nothing for me really. But they did. Oh, they showed off like there's a new Halo Championship Series like skin bundle pack, which looks pr- really cool for Battle Battlefront. Like, yes, <laughs> so the, the Halo Championship Series. <laughs> They're crossing Battle- over. Yeah. Yes, no for Halo Five. Uh, okay, yeah. It's like, it's like specific skins for the. Era. I hope. I mean, I honestly hope. Like even I watching like watching competitive Halo has always been good. I hope this scene comes it back. Seems like it's getting at least viewership better support than it did in Halo yeah. Four. So I suppose yeah, that's, that's all right. All right, uh, that's it. All right, John. What about you? What have you played? Uh, a little bit of Dotes, some Counter Strike, but other than that, not too much really. Okay. Just being an adult and. My renovation starts tomorrow, so oh shit! Once that starts up, I'll, I'll probably try to uh, be a nerd again. Yeah, is there ETA on how long it's going to take? Uh, January seventh, they think they okay. should be done. It's not too bad. Yeah, nice. All right, and I'll go. I just I've played a shit ton of CS:GO. I don't think I've played anything else actually, other than that this week. So it'll be short for me. And watched uh, they had. Um, God, what was it? Anyway, a tournament fanatic won. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking. Oh, the Fragbite Masters. Oh, Fragbite, uh, right. Fragbite Masters, yeah. This weekend, some pretty pretty good Counter-Strike, entertaining Counter-Strike. Um, yeah, okay. So that'll be it for as far as what we've been playing. Should we just go right into the news, Brandon? Or? Yeah, let's just pop right into the news. Let's do it. All right, so first thing we got to talk about today. This is a news story, but also I want to have a little bit of discussion on this because this is something that's been kind of like out for a while and Amazon I think revealed this over two years ago but so remember they they did that video with the delivery drone <laughs> from Amazon where it'll drop your package off like the, the video yeah, it was showed a cool video actually it was cool it was very cool 
Um, so th- there's an updated uh, delivery drone design with with a new range of 15 miles for your Amazon orders if you happen to live near uh, a warehouse that does this. Um, and basically it can carry it can carry heavier stuff. I think it's up to 50 pounds now. I don't know what it was originally. It's supposed to be less than that. We'll link the article here in the chat. I want to try um, this so bad. Yeah, I mean, it would work. I was going to say, you should be able to do it because there's probably a... Uh, I don't think I can do it. Is there a processing it. center in LA? Uh, maybe not where you are. But probably Wait, not I thought, within I thought, 15 miles. But not within 15, yeah. I mean... Whenever I see stuff about the drones, I never want to, like... For some reason, I never accept that it's like a real thing. So this is what, yeah. Are gonna be this is what I want to get into. I think the is problem this... for me though is like where there's nowhere for this drone to drop this. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah. don't have like a yard or that's what like, I'm how saying. How's it gonna know? I'll just well, go, hang out, I'll go hang out in a public park. Well, well, that's like in the article as well. There's, there's like a delivery zone. It kind of shows some in the screenshots. It shows. Like what the what the drone supposedly sees yeah, and like you, a you landing area. You put you, you put something down, like you print something out and you put it out on the ground. Yes, exactly. Call in a care package. Yeah. <laughs> real you, life you care package. Print out a smoke <laughs> grenade and you toss the smoke grenade out into your yeah. yard. <laughs> uh, I so I'm, the new, I just yeah. I, I feel that way too. It uh, that like this is it doesn't feel real yet. Like I know that people use drones to you know to take videos, take photography, but this this feels so far away to me still. Yeah. And may, maybe it's because I guess the legislation's not quite there yet for this to even work. Like they literally they can't do this yet. But yeah, like I just I feel like there's still so much that has to be worked out because yeah, care. like a lot of people don't have yards. Like how do you how do you actually yeah. make how do you actually make this work? Like how how do you ensure that there's a zero percent chance that if you do have a yard, it comes and like doesn't kill your dog, or <laughs> I think, I mean, I think what, does it have guns on? Well, no, no, like, no, oh, no, I'm I mean, sorry, your no, package I mean, been I mean, delivered, like, come, but we killed you. I mean, like it drops down to the delivery zone, and yeah. you know, oh, someone like a toddler's running outside, and I mean, there's just there's so I feel like there's so much risk. Yeah, can like, you imagine? You know, yeah. they could get Two shot pounds, down, they could months. injure someone if they malfunction, they could like land on something. I don't know. It just I seems. Order seems so like so dangerous compared to current methods of delivery. I mean, yeah, and this... if I order something like a tablet, yeah. I don't want my tablet to be trusted with like anything other than a guy that's going to be carrying my tablet well, to me. I don't I mean people like, they Yeah, I don't know about that either. People they just <laughs> Well, I mean that'd be better than I don't than, think it's you know. dropping this thing from like 400 feet. I mean, no, I think I it's think probably getting Yeah, it, close it, it like the video, it goes it gets, right it down drops there. right on the ground. Like yeah, that's what I mean if if it's going all the way to the ground so that the package is, you know, is is not getting jarred sure. um, like how how do you ensure that that it it doesn't hurt or damage something like it just seems it just seems like it is inviting uh you know accidental death claims yeah i mean there definitely <laughs> there definitely will be saying. some issues there i mean and they're saying amazon saying that one day seeing prime air vehicles will be as normal as seeing mail trucks on the road which is you know this seems quite pretty so pretty like, lofty claim sort of I don't know. It's like 
very Jetsons to me. That's I was just about to say Jetsons too. The thought of like looking up in the air one day and like there being like fifty drones delivering mail. Like, can you imagine during like the holiday or Christmas season, you're not even you're gonna look up, it's gonna be the sky's gonna be blocked out by (laughs) Amazon (laughs) drones. It's gonna be like an eclipse. Our drones will blot out the sun. God damn it! Amazon had one of their fucking Black Friday sales again, and now we can't see the sky. The sun has been blacked out. I don't know. That's I mean, what I mean, I, like, I don't think society wait, is ready Matrix, for this. Like, isn't that how the Matrix starts? Is like it, like, don't the robots something cover like that? Up? They cover, yeah, it they start like so. Yeah, yeah, so they can't get, get, get sunlight or something. Yeah, yeah that's okay. yeah, that's, that's this is the Matrix. Start. This man. does seem like where the future is going, though. Like, and I feel like in a in a decade or maybe like two decades, this seems this seems like it will ha- it will be commonplace. Like to order something, because think about even even ten years ago or something, you wouldn't have thought it would be commonplace to get one day or two day shipping on anything, right. like anything in the world that you want. And now that's the expectation that's been set. So that will keep coming down into like same day delivery or you know getting it within thirty minutes or whatever. Like that could be the norm in five to ten years. Yeah, and I, I mean, I definitely, again, I, I'm not going to be one of those people because, like, especially even with, like, self-driving cars and all this stuff, like, it is always, like, part of our thing is, like, giving up control and human operation and stuff like that. It's, like, it always is better if it is programmed properly and stuff. Like, computers are always smarter and safer and, you know what I mean, than, than a human, I would say, operating, especially even when it comes to driving. So it's not even that, but it's more the idea of, like, how practical, like, talk about the practicality of this. And Like, okay, so 15 miles now have to be near a warehouse that does it. That's very limiting. Um, and there's going to be, I mean, I don't care. Like, you can tell me, like, in New York, even if there was a plant, like, or let's say a warehouse in New York City or, I don't know, any kind of populated area, uh, if you don't have a yard, is there going to be, because there's going to be a majority of people, like, that the yeah. service will probably never be be relevant for. So how much of yeah. this is Amazon just being like, hey, this is a cool technology, and it can create some buzz, which I'm sure that's part of it. And, like, they don't actually think that this is going to be something that catches on. I mean, but the quotes here... They really, it sounds like that they're like, yeah, no, in a couple of years, this is going to be the norm. There is no situation where it's available that it is not adopted by the masses. So I think that's why they're saying that. If it does okay. happen, if it, it does, it'll be adopted happen. by the masses. I think, yeah. I think like Amazon, if Amazon pushes it hard enough, then like you could probably, I, I don't know. I feel like you would, if you live in an apartment or something, then maybe your apartment like has a roof like landing a, zone or something that would probably have to be something like that yeah like I feel, I feel like well, the here's here's a question what what premium would you guys pay for like 30 minute deliveries for things <sighs> yeah um would you be willing go... to pay like 15 percent premium for certain things if i really wanted it sure i guess it really depends on the item but yeah i mean I, I think the so... expectation is that i don't think a lot a lot of people are willing to pay for it the same way people aren't necessarily willing to pay crazy prices for two-day shipping but I will pay like a yearly subscription fee, like I do to Prime. An, incre- an increased Prime subscription of like fifteen, twenty percent or right, something. Exactly. Like I would potentially pay a slight premium on a on a subscription to have this option, or have it, you know, be a cheap option or something. Yeah, I think the people yeah. that do like instantly choose, you know, one day shipping. That's the highest price. They want to get it like instantly. Those people might go for it, and like. Yeah. Like they'll pay it to get it like as soon as possible. Well, and businesses too. Like there's a lot of stuff that businesses yeah, want sure. where like businesses won't blink an eye for you know overnight shipping. Yeah, so that's a good point. I feel like that there could be there like businesses or certain other use cases could adopt this. And I think I feel like they they have to have. There's a long term plan here. Like this is definitely something that is clearly a lot of investment. 
Yeah, absolutely. But like no one else is doing this. And so I think right. that's maybe the play is that, yeah, it's, it may not be a big deal for like 10 years, but that's Amazon's play is if they're the only ones who can do this and right. like still make money in 10 sure. years, then then like Amazon owns the world. Sham's making a good point in chat too. Like the idea, like this is a billion dollar company. I'm sure they're thinking about all like contingencies. Again, things will happen. Oh yeah, I'm sure like. Regardless, like. Getting this right done now, is probably like legal hell. Oh, sure. And, and I'm thinking, like, I'm just saying right now in the current climate and how limited it is, like, how long until, like, if it works, like you're saying, John, their idea is if it works, it's going to be adopted by everybody and it could become standard for sure. I don't know. Right now, it's just hard to see. It feels very Jetsons. But I mean, I'm sure there's tons of, I mean, there's tons of tech right now that, you know, 10 years ago felt, felt Jetson like. I mean, in, in the screenshots, even in the okay. article, it shows the Hyper, drones of cameras the, on them. The hyper yeah. tube. Everything's yeah. coming up Jetsons. Yeah, pretty much. Can we talk yeah. about the jump from the Amazon Prime Air drone from the 2013 video to the one this year? Yeah. That little dinky the dinky thing with the little propellers? Yeah. It's like a little the, little black box. Yeah, the new with, one with it's stick like, legs. It looks like a like a like a fighter fighter the jet. The new one has like a sick paint job too on it. Uh yeah, it's like totally different. Yeah, definitely improved. Has an Uzi glued to the side. <laughs> <laughs> that was my. That was my. When Brandon was like, "Man, it will like kill your pet by dropping." I, I wasn't thinking dropping the package. I was truly thinking like <laughs> it has guns to protect itself. Like, because people will start seeing these. Like, you, like especially like if you're in a Bodunk. I don't want to do this again. This is probably like if you live in an area where uh you know people have guns more and are like hunters. Like, I could see them shooting them down. Like, yeah, for fun. That's gonna yeah. happen. Absolutely gonna Definitely. happen, especially if they fly I mean, they're so probably, low. They're probably gonna have cameras on them, so that's like sure that'll and, probably I mean, discourage from that. Yeah, with the GPS and everything, but that's that's the thing too. Is stuff I feel like, like that's gonna happen. That, that's that's the thing that I think will humans are will pieces hold of it. shit. Yeah, that's what I think will actually could hold it back because these, I mean, these drones are going to be expensive. So if you do exactly. have some sort of malfunction or you know someone does shoot it down or like whatever. You know, can you really afford to lose these things? You know, if if something like that Plus, happens, yeah, I would imagine to some extent. Like they're probably yeah. ready to replace a certain amount. Yeah, it's just that. I mean, that sounds like a very challenging problem because that's not then, something you have to worry about also... now. Amazon, Amazon has no like they're handing it off right now. Amazon doesn't run the shipping to your house, so this is a big change from the way it works now, where. You know, basically, there's yeah, implicit the insurance providers. Uh, with like UPS and FedEx and whatever. But Amazon is now would now be delivering it all directly with these like expensive, crazy technology, uh, you know, drones. Yeah, I don't I'm know. curious, like, what kind of weather conditions this thing could still operate. That's in. true too. Like, yeah, because <laughs> like, really... I mean, like in LA, there's not really that. Like the weather is usually pretty bad. calm, but like in different in certain places, like I like at San Francisco. In San Francisco, is this going to be like possible? That's that's what I'm saying. Like, can like, you on a windy day is a drone going to be able to get to your yard? Yeah, I don't know. When your 50 pound dildo is trying to be delivered in San I don't Francisco, think you can order a 50 pound dildo. <laughs> I mean, it's up to well, 50, you you're saying could, up you to 50 order, pounds. You could order, uh, you know, 25 two pounders. And <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. That'll wake the drone well, a little no, bit. No, what they'll do is they'll they'll just they'll tie four ropes to the fifty pound dildo and they'll have, they'll connect four of the Amazon drones and then they'll <laughs> they'll air, airdrop it in. If it's really heavy, yeah, they need a fleet yeah. of drones. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, Speaking anyway, it is interesting into the future with technology. Yeah. 
I mean, and it is. I mean, the new video is is definitely more impressive. The new prototype is impressive. Well, you know, I guess we'll see. I'm super excited. I want to try it. I just like. I feel like the first time I see a drone drop something off, it's gonna be like the most exciting thing. Yeah, I like or horrifying. No, it'll be so cool. Like, just not just thinking of like in that moment. It's like I just saw a robot drop something off for somebody. That's cool. And then I mean, I mean, some people are talking about this in chat even right now, right about the. We're already talking about like drones and surveillance and all that kind of stuff, which already goes on now. But think about now you have – let's say that we're in full drone mode with Amazon. This has been going on for like three or four years. Like the drones are flying over tons of areas. They have cameras on. Let's say that they're recording, right, especially for legal purposes. All kinds of crimes I'm sure are going to be committed in the, in the cameras of these drones, right? And then it's like is Amazon going to be – it's like, mm-hmm. hey, where was, this, where was this drone? Oh, this drone flew over with these GPS coordinates directly over this crime scene. <laughs> we need to – I'm, I'm – I'm just making like a, an example, but anyway, I guess that you could say that with anything. But are these going to be like like used as evidence in court? Like here, you can clearly see this this here, and I don't know. It's Ooh. it's it's a discussion. This man tried to grab onto the drone and escape the crime by flying <laughs> off. <laughs> it can't lift anything more than fifty pounds, but it's like it's, yeah, I don't know. I loaded his child onto the drone. When can I get m- little micro drones that will not only deliver like there'll be a like a mother drone that will deliver food to my my apartment, oh. but but then little miniature drones that will fly in through the windows and drop the food in my mouth. Yeah, people talk about in the, oh <laughs> in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. But drone pizza delivery, yeah. I'm yeah, like a, like oh. I, I want to be. I want my life to be Please. like just filled with drones that will do tasks for me. There's yeah, gonna maybe, be like maybe the maybe the long play for Amazon is actually just like having the best drone software for delivering anything. Sure. And then yeah. it's like, oh, well, Pizza Hut now wants yeah, to they could just sell the yeah. Amazon yeah. drones, but Pizza Hut hasn't done any research or like built anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll provide you know. your delivery service, Pizza yeah, Hut. That's hey, who knows? Maybe that's yeah. like, maybe that's that seems pretty that, that seems not like unlikely. I think that's like that's the the story of Amazon is, you know, they didn't used to have Amazon web services. They used to just be a company selling yeah. books. But then okay, like, they, they make a lot of big bets on like crazy stuff. Now I'm envisioning one of the Amazon drones, but all it, it's just the Amazon drone made for pizza, but all it has is that like that pizza purse that keeps the pizzas warm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's just like it's just like hanging off the side of it. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I called it a pizza purse. I, I do think though there's gonna be at the very least there's gonna be a lot of funny stories that come out as these things start getting more like there's going to be like a distraught parent who orders like some throwaway thing and then pays for the delivery and then they strap they're like I don't want my toddler anymore this 2-year-old's driving me crazy and they strap it to the drone and it returns it's limited to a certain amount of poundage and I don't think it could even lift an infant a toddler no I'm telling you it says 50 pounds with the new one 50 so pounds? It, really 50 pounds yeah in the article up to 50 pounds That's the thing is I think that- like I think there are going to be a lot more sad stories than funny stories. That, okay, I should say sad. And the, the toddler's going to travel all the way back to the warehouse. They're going to be like, "This drone came back with a kid on it." So <laughs> Please come back up your, your child. Oh man! Now, here's an idea. This might be a bit far out, but uh, drones might be a viable option for video rentals now. Bringing back video rentals, dude. Redbox is going to have drone delivery. Yeah, like I'm telling you, of course, yeah. that's what was stopping the comeback. physical media industry. <laughs> Blockbusters coming back with drones was the inconvenience of having to go to the store. Of course, it wasn't the digital's the digital media. People are <laughs> maybe, like, maybe all this is like, the resurgence physical media has been waiting for. Yeah, they need. Everybody's like, 
This is the, the perfect mild inconvenience that I wanted when it comes to my physical media. I don't have to actually go to the store. I just have to wait rather than just watching the movie instantly on my TV. God damn it. I think the, I think the killer piece there is, is being able to have the drone also come when you need to return it. You need the return drone as well. That's true. That's true too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. Well, if uh, if current if not everyone not everyone has broadband, but if broadband did not exist and on demand and Netflix, I would say that Katie Zen, you would be right. Maybe yeah. maybe Reddles would come if back. If this but existed in like the early two thousands, it would it would be huge. Yeah. <laughs> I can already hey. see a year from now. There's going to be a viral video. Guy attaches GoPro to Amazon drone. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh whoa. Where's it going? Dude, it's my it's an adventure. Open it's be like a steeple. Why is that drone going to the White House and dropping off <laughs> to President Obama the Third or whatever? Obama son. I'm talking way in the future. Amazon lizard people. What are all these? Amazon drones have been spying on us the whole time. I don't know. Um, all right. I think you just put. I think you wanted to talk about this so that you could. Like entertain Spin. your your crazy My future conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories. Yeah, no, yeah, I do. I do love conspiracy theories, but um, no, I think I think what you said, Brandon. I think the whole idea of building uh, a business around the fact that they have the best drone software, best drones, yeah. and everything, and selling that—that makes a lot of sense. That seems like the fallback, at least. Like even if it yeah. doesn't necessarily work for retail delivery to people's houses, right. like, they the would only... be so far ahead of everyone else doing this sort of uh, you know technological development that they will have some new business. That they can use these for. They're really the only big players in the game right now. Yeah. So why not? Okay. Well, there you go. The future is now. Uh, drones are here, here to stay, and we'll keep an eye on this developing story. Why did I suddenly go fucking CNN? Yeah, what the <laughs> well, developing story, guys? I'm moving from technology that wants to kill us to technology yeah. we want to kill. Exactly, and it that's, is well. That's a segue. It is a segue. So that was well done. Adobe kills the Flash name after 20 years is the title of this article. Thanks and for just reading the title. I just, I'm going to read it, but the reason I'm reading it is to say that they're Thank they're you. killing the name, but I don't think they're killing the actual Flash. software. Yeah, they're actually killing Flash itself. What we used to know as Flash. So um, the branding is going away, and it's going to be called Adobe Animate. Uh, CC, um, which is like, I guess, what they're going for now to get away from Flash because Flash has a lot of, you know, poor connotations. Also, a lot of huge security holes, and it has been the bane of, I think, a lot of people's existence. I know that I always have problems with Flash myself. I don't know about actually coding, like working with it or whatever, but um, so this one is interesting because obviously, like, getting a PR spin on a name and that's one thing, um, but I think from what I'm reading from this article, I don't know about you, Brandon, but it looked like they're still going to be having, like the product's still going to exist. Yeah, it does, but I think this is, um, like, it's a pretty important step to for like Adobe itself to want to distance itself from the Flash name so, yeah. that, pe- so that like, you know, web developers don't associate uh, the the programs that they make with Flash development because now obviously the, you know their their products. You can build HTML5 and like newer um, newer technologies with their products. But having the Flash name on it, you you would look at that and think, oh, well, I don't need to build a Flash app, so I won't use this Adobe product. 
So I think they're recognizing that like it's time to it's time to sunset Flash as like an official thing that they talk about because they have a product that's called Flash. And then, you know, like Flash is Flash is slowly moving towards its death. Yeah, and it's the idea essentially that like Flash was was good for what it needed to do early on, but it's so kind of outdated and so full of security issues and stuff like that now, I mean, obviously. Yeah, like happen. Flash Flash has had a very long and fruitful life. Yeah. Like long. It, I mean, it is awful today, but Flash is the reason we had a lot of cool stuff back in the day because right. you just couldn't do the E-bombs types of things. world, gross. Yeah, E-bombs I was world say would that. not have existed if you didn't yep. have Flash, so... Yeah, I feel sure. like Flash is Flash is where a lot of the cool stuff on the internet started. Like a lot of the cool things that you could do on the internet started as Flash apps, and those have since been moved over to newer web technologies. But right. like there's there was just so much neat stuff you could do in Flash before the rest of the like the rest of the internet technologies caught up with it. Yeah, someone also compared in the comments of this. They said kind of this is kind of like Comcast changing its name to Xfinity. <laughs> Which I mean, that's that's pretty, because. Um, but I mean, Brand, I mean, do you think actually, as far as like, I mean, obviously this needs to be done. Do you think it's going to? Because a lot of the there's some snarkiness in, in the comments of this article too, talking about how like it's not going to change the vul- vulnerabilities and stuff like that. The no, that it still has. Like that's the thing is, I think Adobe recognizes that they they as a company have valuable products that need to be disassociated from Flash. Like Adobe, yeah. Adobe takes a beating in the PR space by being associated with Flash. So like they, I think Adobe wants to kill Flash as fast as anyone because it like it hurts the rest of their business. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, say goodbye, everybody. Start saying goodbye. Go to homestarrunner.com. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone just mentioned that. Who, yeah, mentioned that in chat. It's I think homestarrunner.com. I'm going to go there right now. I'm pretty sure it's still up. It's full form. God, those were the days. Strong bad. Um, there's some yep, great, it there's is. Some great old like flash games and flash videos. Yeah, I remember some sites that were just a flash video, and it's like you. I think I had one saved on like I had saved the web page and the Swift so that I could watch it <laughs> offline yeah. because like yep. you know YouTube YouTube wasn't a thing yet. Like the, one of the first videos I wanted to actually keep offline, I had to download the Swift file and create a web page that embedded it. That was man. Those were the old. days. Yeah, technology is so much better now, and yeah. so much worse. <laughs> All right. So, next piece of news we're going to talk about here, which is sure to trigger some people, mm. including me, has already triggered mm. me. Uh, Microsoft is considering an Xbox Live subscription on Windows, and uh, you did hear that right. I didn't. Uh, that was you did hear that, and so none of this is. Um, 100% confirmed, but these are just from some quotes. Uh, this was at a technology conference here um, that was pretty recent. And so I'll just read you some of these quotes that um, are kind of scaring everybody. And obviously when you hear, like, especially as a PC gamer, what are the only things that we will pay for subscription-wise? Like, what, an MMO that we like? That's about trying to think anything I, else. I would, I would like, I'd consider paying for some sort of all-you-can-eat game service. But uh, like oh, where? Yeah. <laughs> I I mean uh, yeah. If you bring food in the equation, Brandon, I will. Okay, the fair. I will pay us. Doesn't even have to do have to do anything with games. Just, just uh, food. Not what I. I can get an old country buffet but... subscription card. 
but yeah. I, I think like uh, something like on live, but I, like, right, good, no, no, but good, yeah. yeah, but good and like not super expensive and a bad business yeah. model. So I'm just going to read you this full uh, for context. Okay, I'm going to read you what uh, Yusuf uh, Mehdi said. He said, on, ga- on gaming, gaming has been pretty big success case for us. Gaming, think about it in two pieces. There's traditional Xbox console business where we compete with Sony. And there we have probably the best year we've ever had for Xbox. Um, and it's still on the back of the greatest game lineup uh, in Xbox history. Okay, debatable. So if you like games, this is a year to get an Xbox. I know this sounds just like a – this is a quote. I'm not, I promise I haven't been paid by Microsoft. We have Halo 5 launching. We have Minecraft on Xbox. Oh, shit. We have Gears of War, Tomb Raider, best lineup. He keeps saying best lineup. Next year, it's going to be the best lineup. That leads really uh, to great success. But the other interesting thing is that we are now bringing the Xbox gaming value proposition to other devices, in particular the PC, which is a really, which is what's really confusing. And in the article, um, uh, John says, like, this is a weird statement because the core lineup of uh, the Xbox One is not fucking on it's, Windows at all. It's terrible. At, yeah, so, that's, that, that's so what do you even mean? Me. That's the weirdest thing to me is that they, yeah. like, I feel like they they are saying the right things, right? Um, but we're not actually getting like we're not getting anything exclusive. We're not uh, like they're not yeah. actually making any movement towards what they say they want to do, which is like actually take PC gaming seriously. You know, they killed off games for Windows Live. They rolled it into like Xbox. Like Windows 10 has an Xbox thing. They'll take it seriously after they're monetizing yeah. the shit out of it. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, do you want to read this last? The last yeah. bit here. So the last bit is. Uh, I'll just read the the last part of it. So oh, I'll read the whole thing. He said, and then you have the ability to effectively uh, start to get Xbox Live in all these games that you're using, whether it's Solitaire or Minecraft. Oh, just what we. I'm getting games <laughs> for Windows Live fucking flashbacks. And now we see. Uh, and now what we see is we have almost the same number of Xbox Live monthly active on Windows as we do on the console. And then he said, to be fair, it's not the same. The console uses our Xbox Live Gold. Pain, uh, those are paying subscribers. Uh, the PC, these would be free customers. But the ability, and this is, this is the scary thing, but the ability to build a subscription business on the back of that, now you can start to see some light for that opportunity. So this is where the whole idea, like, so they, they want to build the user base and then uh, offer Flip a subscription a model down the road. Yeah, exactly. Flip the switch. I mean, so, I, you you could this could be good or bad because like this could be um, the idea for for kind of what I was talking about like some sort of all you can eat service where yeah. you subscribe to Xbox Live Gold you know PC version right. and then each month you get some free game or something kind of similar to how the they do on the consoles like that could be uh, a good thing but they I think they would have to recognize that. You you can't try and charge for things that PC customers are used to doing completely for free, for free exactly. which is like like grouping, <laughs> like yep. grouping with their friends. Um, I, I don't know if it this could, happens great, like down the line after they've actually like buffed up the lineup on the PC, then sure right. maybe, but right now absolutely not, and probably not for a while. Yeah. I, there would have to be, like you said, the lineup. They would actually have to do what they're saying and actually offer the titles, a majority of the titles that are on Xbox One, on PC. And it couldn't, it couldn't smell or look anything like fucking games for Windows Live. It would have to be way better, well, way better service. Kill, 
I think they still have a little bit of that stink on them. <laughs> they do. They do. They definitely can do. never get rid of a Games for Windows Live stink. <laughs> Once it's on you. <laughs> Not even if you Fair bathe in, in tomato, tomato juice or <laughs> tomato whatever. Juice. Yeah. yeah. Or oatmeal or whatever the fuck you do. Like well, Games for Windows so oatmeal, Live Oatmeal's for chicken pox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they realize yeah. uh, this to me speaks to their desire to compete with Steam. Like I think yes. it would be yeah. it would be foolish to think they're not really thinking about how they take away uh, Steam's dominance with PC gaming, and maybe a subscription business would be like a way to do that. Because I think I, I'm not sure that they will be able to have success just saying, "Hey, we can do the same things as that a Steam distribution does. platform." Like so that. now I'm I'm hearing of basically a. a... Uh, so yeah, like um, a Steam thing, like a, another Steam, another client that you can buy their games on their marketplace. Maybe it's not there. a client because it's in Windows, so it's just like automatically it's a thing in. that's there. So right, so like yeah. they could they could sell some of those benefits of being like built into Windows. Maybe it's easier to do some some cool stuff in your game. But like that, is that enough to bring people away from Steam? I don't probably not. At least speaking personally. But if yeah. they had some sort of subscription thing, maybe. Maybe that's different enough that people would consider using them over Steam. Yeah, yeah, God. I mean, yeah, and, and again, like it comes back again to the titles. Like if if there's Halo Five on PC, and the only way you can get access to it is through like if they did a subscription service where you pay a certain amount a month and you have access to all, you know these games, then I, I guess I shouldn't say I would. I can't say right now that I would never do that. It would just really depend on the lineup. Yeah, it would just, they would have to do a way better job than anyone else has done with that so far. Right. With like, you know, OnLive. OnLive is the only one I can think of offhand, but that was just like a kind of a bad deal all around. But no one else has really done that and done it with like the right price point and sort of like, like Netflix, right? Like you're always surprised at how much value you can get out of Netflix. I don't think anyone has said that same thing about any of the game subscription services that have, you know, that have been around. Yeah. Gamefly, dude. Still use Gamefly to this day, dude. Right to my door. Dude, I, I, it's because I have cable again. I've been watching TV, dude. They're running Gamefly ads from... Yeah, they, it still exists, man. I know it still exists, and but like I, the Gamefly ads from like so long ago, like it looks so fucking terrible. Like the CG and stuff in it, it's like a, it's supposed to be like a Call of Duty soldier. And I swear to God, they like it was from like seven or eight years ago, uh, the ads, and they're like cutting it in with like current titles on the TV. It looks... It was so <laughs> shitty. Um... I always thought Gamefly was a good... I never actually had a Gamefly thing, but I always thought it seemed like a good idea. I just never got... Did any of you guys ever use it? Gamefly? It was before digital distribution. Before digital, yeah. Yeah, like now yeah. now the digital... Like broadband is so... It's, it's I mean, it's everywhere. There's just no reason for it. Yeah, yeah. Why would you I think they that? have... Uh, they have an online thing because they acquired yeah. a company that did it. But I just... I haven't heard anything I've about got, it. I, I think I got like... Bioshock on the PC for free through a GameFly deal one time. Mm, yeah, yeah, they do have digital. They do have digital stuff. I think now too, but I don't know. Um, interesting discussion in the chat. People are like also naming like price points too that they would be in on for a subscription service, like five bucks a month if it offered like a like couple different games. Yeah, the thing uh, is, I think they would have to make it between like. Five and if if they if they had wanted to have new games on it, I think maybe like ten, <laughs> maybe eight yeah. to ten. But yeah. like Netflix is the is the gold standard everyone compares to. Like if you're gonna make it more more expensive than Netflix, 
Like, can you Keep actually offer that? Yeah, can you actually offer that right. kind of value? Yeah. And the answer is like almost certainly not. And it's funny to think about. Like, Netflix has had that one huge misstep. Remember where they they up their prices and changed the made it like a tier thing. Like, you forget about it now, and everyone's yeah. like, "What the fuck?" And then they were like, "Sorry, sorry," and they just went back to what they you know, and they just changed it all back to what they had before. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see. Okay, well, again. Developing story. We'll keep our eye on it right here on the KV Mod podcast. Please, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, hey, uh, guys, I mm-hmm. have to jump out. Something has come up. Okay. Good. And it sucks. So. All right. <laughs> All right see everybody. you guys. See you, okay. Welcome to the real KB Mod podcast, everyone. <laughs> All right. Uh, in other news, um, Sony is officially implementing PS4 to PC streaming. Um, this article is sort of pointless yeah there's, there's no there's no date there is no date however it's kind of clickbaity and i thought you know it is pretty clickbaity because it. it just says <laughs> so, it just says sony is implementing ps4 to pc streaming yeah so anyway it's just coming that's about that's about all there is to say about has it. this right i believe um, they do have a yes, version of streaming they do yeah i've not tried it might be worth well my xbox is on my desk so there's no reason for me to I think a big so the the main thing at the end of the article though is that there's no word on whether Sony will allow mouse and keyboard compatibility with with the streaming, which would be interesting. Does the PS4 have keyboard support if you plug it into the I'm pretty sure. I think so. I'm pretty sure it does. That, that wouldn't PS3 be ridiculous. Support. Yeah. Yeah. So it wouldn't be it like it wouldn't be crazy if it did. Yeah. So anyway, I, th- I think could... that I mean they have to they have to keep future parity with Xbox. Yeah. So this doesn't surprise me, but yeah, I mean, who knows? That could be like a next. That could be a year from now type thing. Yeah. How about we just get? How about we just get the PS4 uh, playing uh, things like backwards compatibility wise? Okay, like ship from the PS3, and then worry about that. Fucking bought that thing. I was so excited. I still can't believe that. I was like, man, I can't wait. To- I have all these PS3 games that I've never played that are literally sitting in here and I can't play any of them because they don't work. So I've, you're, so you're that person that. that I didn't realize existed. Yeah, where like um, you don't do any research about, the no, I really, I, I, I just assumed, I just assumed Here's the thing, Scott, today's um, age. your good friend Sark gave you a PlayStation three. And when you moved, you left it here and it's sitting in my living room. <laughs> God damn it. That's true. I so you have that. no fucking reason. Well, no, I have a reason still to think that the PS4 should play fucking PS3 games. But like, you have no reason to complain about not being able to play your PS3 games at all. Well, I didn't give it to me to keep forever. He just gave it to me to borrow. I, I think we know by it. now Scott doesn't need a reason he's, to complain. He's about not. He gave he's it not. To you when you moved across the country, you will never get it back. Yeah, he, knows he, that. he gave it to you. Oh well, I really should have taken it then. <laughs> well, <laughs> I now I have two like PS3s. Like, so thanks. Well, there you go. We should I don't think I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't even remember giving it to you. So I, I like he never even asked. He's, it wasn't like, hey, do, did he? Did Scott give you the PS3? No, <laughs> never. It's just sitting God in my. Damn it, I really could have taken it then. Well, hey, here's a here's a good spot for your uh, drones inaugural flight. Yeah, across <laughs> the country. Across yep. the country with the PS3. <laughs> the great Play journey the across the USA. God damn it! You should you should hook those PS3s together and do a nice little land tour. And I don't know. What Can I, I crossfire my PS3s? Crossfire to, to, to turn it into a PS4. <laughs> yes. Get get all. It'll the power. evolve like a Pokemon. God damn it! All right, and then finally, and as far as give yeah, me a I third think, PS3, Mark. He says he's going to give me. Yeah, one. Mark. Yeah, Sham said he could give you one. That'd be nice. I don't want a third uh, PS3. Uh, you can now permanently remove games from your Steam library if that's something that you've really been wanting to do. 
Um, so yeah, that's pretty that's pretty exciting, I guess. For especially people, I would say like you, Brandon. Though you, I know you have a ton of games, but you're very organized. Yeah, I can imagine if you wanted to like just have something just be totally gone. Well, like the one you, thing the the this would uh, be for you. Like I think the only time I could feel like I would need to use this is yeah. there are some games that uh, like if they're in alpha or beta or something, it's like a different listing. And then when the game comes out, you have this yeah. dead listing. That's the only time I could think that I would use this. Like Origin has the BF4 beta still like sitting yeah, there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so normally, I feel like now normally games are pretty good about that. If they have an, a beta, I think they just use the same game listing. Um, so this doesn't happen as as often anymore. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean, is the... Is this something like how, how would you guys use this? Why would you need no, to delete? A I game? would never use this. Like one of the reasons I like Steam is that I like having this massive list of games that I yeah. I conceivably own and could play at any time. But Even I like never the games will. that I have and I hate, I, it's like when I scroll past the number I, having I, that. I, 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 well, the, the number is nice, but also it's like Haha, I have fucking Brink still, right? <laughs> or or yeah, like any, any various fucking bad rats or something that Mark gifted me. <laughs> I do have bad rats from Mark. God, that game's truly the worst. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I don't also it takes quite a few, according to this article, it takes quite a few clicks to even get to get to that point if you really want to remove something totally. You really have to hate something to go through the process of deleting it. Like is there is there a way to just like like hide a game on Steam? Because that should be an option. Don't install it and use your install tab. It's what I do. Well, that's what I usually use. But if somebody like really didn't want, like, they should have just added like a hide, like hidden games, the hidden. You highlights. can hide uh, that. Apparently, already exists because uh, people in the article are saying the exact same thing. Oh, and you, you can hide it uh, from the library if if you and need to. Just, There's a couple just ways to do fucking it. do that. Like you have to like yeah. yeah you have to like passionately hate a game to remove yeah. it from your account. I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say they they made this option specifically uh, so that people that are protesting on Reddit can make better <laughs> screenshots. Yeah, is it's that like your theory? If you, yeah, it's like if you okay. if you if you don't like your purchase, now you can screenshot the com- the confirmation page that you right. deleted Re- it from your Steam account. It's gone. So yeah. this is uh, this is a great tool for social justice warriors. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. yeah, they're looking out for the SJWs out there. That's good. Finally, Steam responds. Um, Better all right. Eye out. Do you want to hit either of these things? Um, I mean, we can just we can we can talk about it r- super quickly. Uh, Konami, Konami did something dumb. Konami did something dumb, and they keep doing dumb things, and they're in a, in a huge war with Kojima. And I'm not a big contract. fan of Jeff Keighley, but I really like what he did at the Game Awards. I haven't watched this I clip, really but, like but yeah, I keep hearing people that are like that. Yeah, like you that aren't like Jeff Keighley fans are like people are thankful that he at least said something about it. It's yeah. it's one of those things that I I was really surprised. I happened to catch that section when it was on. I was yeah. surprised that he literally said that in the broadcast because I've, yeah. I'm not surprised that something like that might happen behind the scenes. But right. for him to basically take airtime to talk about how Konami legally did not allow him to come to the awards show. I mean, the saga of the whole Kojima, Konami, Metal Gear thing just gets weirder and weirder. Like, yeah. just when I think it's over, it's not. What yeah, is there, exactly. Is there, and I mean, he was basically saying Konami is never going to do anything with me. And, like, that's an admirable thing to do when that one event and every dollar that you make is your business. 
Right, like, exactly. I, kind of I, thought, to that. Yeah. I thought that it was a cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, and so I, it, it'll be really interesting because once, once the contract, the um, employment contract is up, uh, I was reading the comments of this article too. There was a couple articles on this, but you know, people saying that I, I can't wait for the tell all or whatever. Hopefully, he'll be able to. You know what I mean? Like there, there better the be a documentary at some. Or yeah, where he, when he's. I was going to say, I bet, I bet those it. book rights are already being auctioned, <laughs> being worked on, because I'm sure it's going to be fascinating. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, Konami continues to do dumb fucking stuff. That's about. I mean, I feel like every week, <laughs> pretty much every week, we've we've been talking about it, and so continue their your streak solid konami again for another week you are pieces of shit um let's see uh oh did that, is that going to hurt our our sponsorship with konami that we we just looked for nah, the mobile gaming stuff not, that they wanted to do yeah nothing signed yet okay nothing signed well okay i probably should should back off on that but um, and then do you want <laughs> yeah we're going to start really pushing what their mobile games uh in about a couple weeks and people are going to call us hypocrites but whatever um you want to hit on the CPU thing real quick, or do you not? Yeah, care? no, I just I put this in real quick because uh, yeah, apparently some some heavy CPU coolers are actually damaging uh, Intel Skylake CPUs. So I figured this was worth worth hitting. I originally didn't think it was it was like that big of a deal, but I've actually seen uh, I think actually PC gamers said like that had it had happened to them. Um, and so if you're buying a new PC. And you're buying a you know a powerful Skylake uh, CPU. It's, there's a good chance that you're buying an aftermarket cooler like a Hyper 212 or you know one of the other big air coolers. Um, and apparently the the CPUs are th- uh, thinner than mm. um, than like older CPUs and are bending um, can bend due to the weight of those coolers. Um, so it's one of those things where if you if you think you might be affected like this, you may want to do a little more research. And uh, and make sure that your CPU is okay, but they uh, they included a picture in this PC Gamer article that is like actually the CPU is bent, <laughs> like it is bent at the edges. Is it, is it stopping them from working? Or uh, I mean, I guess I guess it would depend on how badly it bends. Um, but the fact that they have a the picture and a confirmed case that this is happening, um, I guess just be wary because uh, like something like you know the Noctua coolers, the Hyper Two Twelve, you know they yeah. are pretty heavy. Like when you, even, in particular. even when you mount those things, like I have mounted those things and the only thing that gives me confidence that I'm not going to break my motherboard and my CPU is the fact that I've done it before and it didn't break. Like I still, when I install heavy coolers like that, I'm still always worried that I'm going to break something. There's nothing in the world more horrifying than the sound of clamping your CPU into place. Oh my God. Yeah. And making sure that I put it that just right squeaks, way, right? It squeaks. <laughs> And, and, that's, and that's why this, like, that's this is what you always worry about, right? That you think you might bend your CPU because that's what I'm saying. Like, even though you know, like, I every time I've ever, I mean, I've only built like two PCs ever, but both times, like, when you put that CPU in, or even I've replaced it a couple of times, checking over, okay, it's in the right, it's slotted right, like the arrow goes here. I know it's right, but then, like you said, John, that moment, you're like, fuck. It's yeah. it's not my, gonna boot. My takeaway from this is uh, if if you have the money to spend a little more on cooling, I think that the uh, all of the closed loop liquid coolers, um, like for everything but a, a more budget type build, uh, I like closed loop liquid coolers a lot. Like all of the PCs that I own now have, or all of the desktop PCs I should say, um, use liquid coolers like the Corsair H100. Um, there, I mean, there's a ton of different models out there, but they, you know, they don't put any of that weight on your CPU. 
uh, the way that those heavy air coolers do. So it's maybe a yeah maybe something to look into if you just bought a new PC uh, or you haven't assembled it or you know just I I would hate for someone to get a damaged CPU from this because um, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Intel replacing them when this stuff happens? Uh, I feel I, like that's a flaw on their part. Uh, it sounds like the the article says Intel says it's investigating the issue. I'm guessing they probably would. Like between between the cooler makers and and Intel, I have to imagine that they will warranty uh, these things given how much press it's gotten recently. Um, so I you know, but hopefully hopefully no one listening has to worry about that. I'm I'm hoping it's a uh, an isolated issue, but clearly if your CPU gets bent, I, I think that's, uh, that's, that's pretty hard to do on your own. Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as that'll do it, at least as far as uh, some of the news goes for this week, but, um, new releases, roller coaster tycoon world, Great which week. I didn't even, yeah, which I didn't even know honestly existed, but I think it seems I'm going like to... a bit of a crapshoot. Yeah, because I just looked this up and I don't think the developer has made another game. So not saying it can't be good, but this is a a game from a brand new developer who Who bought what the Roller Coaster Tycoon franchise name. Well, I guess the publisher or the publisher Atari and whoever else. Yeah, because I mean, I hear Roller Coaster Tycoon in the current in current, you know, day release and I get excited, but I don't know. It does look a little. I don't know. I'm definitely not going <laughs> to pre-purchase it or anything. But that comes out on December. It's sixty dollars, and it's sixty bucks exactly, which is also kind of scary. Um, so that I that's something. The last roller coaster tycoon, I think, for five bucks when it was on yeah, sale. Yeah, that's, that's a little bit of a jump <laughs> to go to sixty. I'm used to seeing roller to- roller coaster tycoon in like the clearance software section at Target. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. One like of those with, in the little Steve's. you can occasionally <laughs> still find a CD of it. Have, have you guys? I stop at those. Every time you fucking go to Walmart, they still sell the Diablo, uh, Diablo Two the expansion set. Yes, yes, like, yeah. Why? That's three. Those things are still there. I love. I yeah. stop at those things still, like the like the discounted, like game and like PC section, like the little like the bookend section. Oh yeah, yeah. On the aisle, uh, yeah. I stop. You got to stop and just look through them. You never know what deals you're gonna miss in 2015. <laughs> you miss a Nancy Grace game, or Nancy 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 Grace is not. not that's, <laughs> Nancy Grace, <laughs> Nancy the detective. Nancy, uh, who are you thinking of? Is her name Na- Nancy Drew? Nancy Dan- Drew, the detective girl. Nancy Drew. Let's sound it out. Nancy, Nancy Grace. <laughs> Nancy Grace. Game. God damn it. Nancy Grace Arkham Knight. Oh my god! All Is right. This- um, I think I but, think uh, I think everyone that probably wanted Roller Coaster Tycoon is probably just like playing City Skylines and enjoying themselves. Or just exactly that's a good point. Old um, Roller Coaster Tycoon. All right. Uh, also, uh, Lightning Returns Final Fantasy Thirteen has a release date, and that. Um, God damn it! What is is that the tenth as well? Yeah, it comes out the tenth. Uh, it is the tenth. Yes, it is the tenth as well. I can't get. Apparently, I am not old enough to view the page on Steam <laughs> right now because it put me as January first, twenty fifteen, as my birthday by default. What the That's fuck are Final Fantasy titles anymore? 
Yeah, well, yeah. This is doesn't this, even seem um, like the right way the title. It shouldn't. It feels like it would be Final Fantasy Thirteen Lightning Returns, not Lightning Returns Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah, maybe that's the translation or whatever. I don't know. Like the way that it. Do people still but, care about Final Fantasy? I guess they do because they keep making them. But I don't know who like who cares and also enjoys Final Fantasy because I don't think that group exists. Black Light there's, Attack. There's the people that care about Final Fantasy. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that seem to enjoy Final Fantasy. Anymore, you're saying. Yeah. At least the recent games. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Side of a... Uh, I don't know. The MMO seems all right. Yeah. It's uh, some of the... Some of the uh, very the MMO is very, very good. It's is it? Pro- it's okay. probably better than World of Warcraft. I just have all of the investment in a lot of this one. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't even um, know what this game is, but it, lo- it looks like a proper... Some sort of proper Final Fantasy game. Someone in, someone in chat said more hack and slash, though, uh, okay. looking this this game. So I don't know if that's true. Uh, it does have the tag female protagonist. So um, <laughs> if that floats your boat, I don't know. I'll you think she's voxel-based and female? <laughs> Maybe. Voxel-based female. Um, and then finally... I have to imagine you, you already know if you're into this game or not. Like if you're, yeah. If you're yeah. <laughs> hinging on the new Final Fantasy release, you probably already know. Do you guys find yourselves yeah. browsing Steam in the female protagonist section? <laughs> I d- exclusively, I d- usually really, really late at night, like three thirty or four in the morning. Sometimes I wake up, like I'll, I'll, I'll I sleepwalk, and that's what I search. The search term is female protagonist, and I like come to Syndicate as a female protagonist. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Well, um, oh yeah, it's it's like a it's a brother and sister combo. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's only half female protagonist. I have gone though, like when looking for new games to play. I have gone on the rabbit hole where you start clicking on, um, like those those tags, and then see, like you can go like to all tags, path. dude. You can go to all tag. Oh my god, it's it's no. insane. No, this it's 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 so triggering. But um, anyway, uh, and finally, the only game that actually massive matters release. that comes out on <laughs> December tenth, yes, massive release. Pewdie PewDiePie PewDiePie. I'm sorry, PewDiePie Legend of the Brofist. Really comes out for that, yeah. Yeah, I watched the trailer for this, and it doesn't actually look that bad. No, actual gameplay. Looks... It looks like a, just like a retro, box-based uh, platformer, box-based female Box-based protagonist, side-scrolling platformer. Uh, the tags are adventure, indie, action, memes, and co-op. <laughs> memes, co-op. Right, memes All right, I'm buying. Memes yep. is the fourth one. It is. It is the fourth one. Um, I'm gonna add female protagonist. Oh, I have to sign in. No, I'm not. Um, also, uh, pretty surprising. In yeah, in the about this game, Forbes uh, is apparently quoted as saying it's actually pretty good. That's literally <laughs> they claim Forbes <laughs> said actually, that. I can actually get down with that if it's sort of if they sort of make fun of themselves in the description yeah. of the game. I'm all apparently right. With that. There's a lot of YouTubers in it um, as yeah, voice Mark, actors. Yeah, Markiplier in there. Okay, there you go. Yep. Uh, Where's Jardon? Let's see. Yeah, is Jordan in there? Jordan's How'd you, you meet Jordan? Uh, in there? We got Cinnamon Toast Ken. We got Cinnamon Mart- Toast Ken, Marcia, yeah. the guy. Yeah, we got right. all uh, all the hits. Wow, everyone's here. Yeah, everybody's. Chi- it's got chip tunes. It's got chip tunes. Whoa, that's pretty nuts. They have a fifty dollars season pass. <laughs> Collect bro coins to buy new characters. <laughs> They're called bro coins. Bro blast my bro coins, bro. Oh boy. Um, does it? How much? Um, where's the? Is there a price on it? Shit. Uh, I would imagine probably like ten. Yeah, it's not 50 for sale. Yeah, it's not. You can't see the price, but it's a work of art. 
Probably six. <laughs> it's, it's present. Yeah, actually, yeah, you can't actually play it. You just have to watch. Actually, PewDiePie is the only person that can actually play the game. <laughs> but you can actually you can pay ten dollars to support him playing it. I guess I don't know. That would be interesting. Um, so the anyway, that, of, that'll the top of the memes category. Do you want to guess yeah. which game it is? Oh, is it Shower with Your Dad Simulator? No, no, that would Thank make God. more sense. It's not. It's not the a game you would think. Okay. It's got to be like Goat Simulator or something fucking stupid. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying is you would think those will be the top the top. It's a legitimate games. game? Is that what you're saying? It's Call of Duty Black Ops 3. <laughs> it is Call of Duty. Why is this? <laughs> that's amazing. I like when that happens, though, because that, you know, that's just the community. Minecraft Story it. Mode? Yes. Borderlands that should be. Game Face Rig? Oh, my God. Man, I tell you what, the, these categories really show you how much there is on Steam that you just never see. Yeah, you've there's no a idea game called that. Garfield Cart. That's the licensed <laughs> Garfield Jesus game, what? from what it looks like. I never asked for a licensed fucking, Garfield go kart, but I liked Garfield. Yeah. I love Garfield. But I never, oh like, my god, I never thought to ask and see him in a go kart. I don't. I mean, I guess I didn't I know I needed this. 2015 character Garfield is a character. I, that's true too. This game, like, the the tags uh, for this game, <laughs> racing, psychological, <laughs> anime, <laughs> anime. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, see, I do. The tags are good when I don't want to try this game. <laughs> psychological. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I kind of. Oh. Games oh. can get shit on, on that's Steam. Pretty, that's pretty good. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to uh, let's get to the viewer questions this week. Can we talk we about st- the fact that we have two awful questions back to back? We do. They are they are awful, but they they were intended to go as a pair. Yeah, well, they'll go as okay. I did space it, but let's just go as a pair. So, not so ordinary gamer said uh, asks if two vegans are in an argument with each other. Do they have beef? That's an excellent stop. question. Stop. I appreciate that. I appreciate the meme. John liked it. John that's liked it. Just, they, well they just go on the second one. Go, John right. liked this one as well. It's like that's, fl- that's very Bo Burnham rap style. Like okay, all right. Uh, and I Flancy asks if I plan to go to Sweden, but I'm not Swedish. Does that make me an artificial Swedener? Yeah, that's pretty good. It's not bad. That one's a little bit more that's of a stretch. That one's awful. <laughs> you guys are the worst people. Why do you guys hate memes? God. I would tag both of these questions with the community tag memes. Yeah. Tag with psychological horror. Psychological horror. <laughs> psychological horror. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, I think they do because just because let's let's address the first question. If they're in an argument with each other, that does like the who they are does not change the colloquial term of having a beef no so they do have beef do Do they actually have physical uh like do they actually have like beef like physical beef from an animal they didn't just get beef randomly i mean the question doesn't state so we should make sure that we can just move on past (laughs) really yeah the second one i don't even want to try to start analyzing it at all but oh my god that one i hate this podcast i'm flansy all right, uh, Hodgson15, our very own Bradley, uh, asked a pretty decent question, though. If you weren't working in the game industry, do you think you'd play more or less games than you do now? Probably. Definitely be more for me, uh, I think. Yeah, I would definitely play more. Yeah. I mean, we all, we all do 
Yeah, we all do work in the game industry in different areas eh, of it. Eh. Yeah, I mean, you eh, sort of. There's a there's a touch of it. Yeah, I think I would probably play more, but that's a. That's I a, would bin. I would binge more. I don't think I'd play more yeah. because, like, when you work like a job that you're not surrounded by them, you yeah. tend to not have as much like free time around those things. Um, but like now, like when I come home at night from work every day, like I play something for an hour or two. Whereas, yeah. like, in my last job, well, I mean, my last job I did because I hated my fucking life. But prior mm. to hating my life, I would, you know, maybe go do other things, like, act like I'm friends with the people who think I'm friends with them and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, I, 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 I'm not. I got really specific real quick. Yeah, <laughs> was very specific. Wow. Okay. Most of those people still live at home with their mommies and do drugs, so. Okay. Jeez. There you go. I think, I, I mean... I would have a unique answer here because I would play more and probably watch less. But that's... I, I mean, wa- that's I watch actually... a lot. Brandon, yeah. could you say you're wearing less and going out more? <laughs> God damn it, do not make a hotline playing fucking... No, have, do you like drinking that. glasses of champagne out on the dance on floor? The dance floor, yeah. You're the worst. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I mean, for me, I guess I do since I stream games playing games you would play less because you play games for a living that's yeah, true you're already yeah, not... playing a pretty big amount like right i play more than i than i ever did with the other jobs that i yeah. had that's, as, that's as an point. outsider like your your the variety of games you play seems a lot higher now yes than than what i than what i used to so i guess yeah i guess for me the answer would be that i would play i would play less but i don't know even i, I found way i found ways when i would get i mean i would i used to binge you know i used to I don't know, kind of like John, I would binge more. So like if I when I was working for the software company, I would come home and I would play video games for like five or six hours. So I don't I don't know. It, it is it is definitely it would I guess it would be less, though, for me. And Nick, you think it would be more or less? Um, Probably because I'm not like looking at them then because like I don't play a lot of video games, but I, I look at a lot of video games a lot. Do you call yourself an industry analyst? <laughs> um. I'll consider putting that on my resume. That's for fucking sure. That sounds great, Brandon. Thank you. <laughs> that is, that um, is. Yeah, I think I would. Okay. I just gave myself that title, industry analyst. I feel like Brandon is the perfect person for like if you were like, okay, so this is what my experience is, and Brandon could. Yeah. Can you put fluff it in a resume for me? Brandon could fluff I'm a, a resume. I'm a pretty good resume writer. Yeah. I... Yeah, every time we interview somebody, Brandon just talks terrible about everything that they do. <laughs> I speak. I speak honestly about on their resume. Yeah, you're like, okay, this maybe, is. Let me read maybe, between the lines. Maybe harsh, but it's fair. <laughs> one God, of the first. Not... One of the first times Brandon ever sent me a text message was just a picture of oh of a of a of a flyer outside of a Billabong store that said <laughs> resumes with an apostrophe. And he just says, there's some possessive as fuck resumes. <laughs> resumes. Resumes. I had forgotten about that. That was a good meme. I, f- I feel like it would be terrifying. That was a good meme. Like, looking back on your past, that was a good meme. I didn't, well, see, at the time, like, that was sort of pre- Meme wasn't a theme, I think. Yeah, yeah that was, right. like, pre-meme era. So, looking back on it, What kind of phone did you have? Uh, Motorola Razor, if I had to guess, no, is Brandon. No, I, Brandon no. was in in with the times. So no, that may have been. I had a I had a Samsung Blackjack, but I don't I don't know I'm, if this was I'm, quite that far back. Samsung Blackjack. It's a good phone. Yeah, it looks like a like a BlackBerry. Yeah, it was like an early BlackBerry or like kind of I a d- BlackBerry competitor. 
I feel like I mean knowing even knowing Brandon being interviewed by Brandon in a job like for a job would be terrifying. Yeah, I would feel even knowing you like not knowing you would be even more. I'd be sweating. Well, I mean, if for someone with like no experience like yourself, yeah, yeah, that will probably be terrifying. Oh, oh, okay. See, look, he's already (laughs) doing it. I'm not even interviewing for the job. Like, can you imagine? No, I mean, I'm not passive aggressive with interview candidates. I don't even know. Are you kidding me? Can you, John? Are do you see with Brandon in these interviews? No. I just want I want some audio. I want to hear how it is. <laughs> Can imagine Brandon just going off the handle like this is okay. So so this line here, I know what you actually you flip burgers, don't you, for a living? It's like a guy with like ten years experience in programming. You flip burgers? Is that what you did? He's like crying. Anyway. That's that's the thing though is the the interviews are important because sometimes I'll see a resume. Yeah, and man, some of those resumes are really bad first impressions. Yeah, and then yeah. you meet someone and and you want to love them, but then you can't forget that resume. <laughs> See the resume. Yeah. Okay. Um, final question: the stack deck, uh, not dick deck. The stack deck. What was your biggest gaming disappointment pre two thousand and six? Wow. I picked this question a... mainly because I was just I was trying to think like why. Why the distinction pre two thousand six? Yeah, but I guess it's like it's a decade um, yeah. ago. No, it's it's like Brandon's nine, probably, it's nine years yeah. ago. Yours was probably um, the Galaxies patch. Yeah, that. Well, yeah. Luckily, that is that is more than more than a decade behind us now. But yeah, the Galaxies patch is absolutely the biggest gaming disappointment. But then again, for me, like. If that had never happened, I probably never would have played WoW. Mm. So it's it's really hard to say. I don't think they're like I don't I can't think of like that. being really was, excited uh, for anything and being super disappointed. Mine was uh Deus Ex Invisible War. Ooh, yeah. Mm. I mean, even pre that you could go to Project Snowblind, which was not a Deus Ex name game. But it was supposed to be like the spiritual successor to the original Deus Ex, and it was fucking terrible. Wasn't that the Xbox shooter? It was on PC too. Oh, I thought I heard that was like an all right game. No, it was fucking atrocious. Well, oh, okay. Hmm. I mean, I've said this many times before, but I was super excited for Driver Two back on the streets on the Sony <laughs> God, PlayStation. Damn it! And that game was a fucking hot piece of garbage. That was it. Came out in two uh, two thousand. So definitely pre two thousand six, and that still gives me gives me nightmares. I can imagine a young Scott Fisher just being I, scarred. I was I was really because I, I was so excited to play it, and it was just so buggy and terrible, and crashed my PlayStation over and over. And uh, I didn't complete the game for years until I had the PlayStation two. So still one change, of the biggest. Change my answer to all of the Harry Potter games that I played because <laughs> they were Has all been a Lego. Game? Lego yeah. wasn't bad. Well, the Lego one was good, but that was after 2006. Like the like the movie yeah. games that were like they were like, you have the Harry was... Potter universe and you can do anything fun, mm. anything. The most fun I had was in the third game when you could fly on fucking Buckbeak. <laughs> the Quidditch World Cup <laughs> game. You yeah, that's fucking goes right for Buckbeak. <laughs> Buckbeak. <laughs> that's the only fun thing I remember about that game. You get to ride on yeah. Buckbeak and it plays the the song from the movie. Oh man! And you can f- fly over the lake. It's great right. for pre-yiffing. <laughs> All right. Um, I, think that's gonna, I think that's it for our questions this week. But we do have a review this week, Brandon, which I'm excited yeah. about. Yeah, we had a, we had a, couple, of, uh, a couple of reviews this week. Oh, so nice. thank you for uh, 
thank you to those that submitted a review. If you don't know what we're talking about here, well, let me let me just give you a little a little uh, a little taste. Oh wow! Did you just get really? <laughs> Mike, I like. I, that. I was going to, but no, it's not quite that intimate. I mean, we're just talking about podcast reviews. Uh, so if you, we we publish this po- uh, podcast on iTunes, uh, and we also do it live every week, but we would love it if you would go and uh, rate our podcast on iTunes if you haven't done so already. Uh, give us five stars. Put something in the in the comment there. We've had life stories. We've had. I mean, I feel like at this point, there's there's not much we haven't had in the comments uh, of, of those yes. podcast reviews. But again, that is your section. Uh, and as long as you rate the podcast five stars, you will have the chance to be on uh, on the podcast the week that you review it. Um, so we do have a, a nice little review this week um, by a by a lovely a lovely old lady. Am I am I reading this? Oh, I think you are. How do you know she's okay. old? Yeah. Just, I mean, the context is there. Okay, so uh, the title of the of uh, the title of this review is "It's a Miracle," and it is by Auntie V. Axinations. <laughs> Jesus, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's a- axes. Axes the the like. It's- God, the it nickname is, it is a it is a weird I'll, nickname for an we'll, auntie. Yeah, here but, let's uh, put we'll put it into the chat too for people. It is a weird name, but auntie V last names in nations. Yes. Uh, First of all, no one's name is a nations, <laughs> and second of all, no one introduces themselves and I says think... to themselves that they're the, some, that they're auntie to anyone. If if, if, <laughs> if you're not the niece or nephew, you're not saying I'm auntie V. I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce. You're not whatever. my fucking aunt. I mean, don't say you're my auntie. Jesus, fucking creepy. The uh, the okay. So the meat of the review is uh, this podcast cured my son's ru- rubella. Is that how you say that? Yeah, rubella. This podcast surpasses modern science. Um, again, that was on TV vaccinations. Uh, with uh, basically. This podcast is cured. I don't even know what that disease is. I'm going to Google that. I don't know what rubella is. Let's take a look. I'm going what to, it do? Uh, while, while on its surface, this may just look like a meme, I'm going, yeah. to, I'm going to, to go a layer deeper and say I think this is actually uh, a subtle, subliminal uh, uh-huh. anti-vaccination oh. propaganda. Okay. Disgusting. Yeah. And, you know. We... Why do you think it's anti-vaccination? Because the vaccination. <laughs> Jesus, Scott. Really? Read Read the name. <laughs> Oh, you yes. need to get better at decoding. God damn it! Also, can I say rubella is German measles? It's the three day. It's either also called German measles. It's, it's caused by vaccinations, Scott. God damn it! Is it what's this her is... face? Who was the woman that was really against? Uh... Oh, God. Nancy McCarthy. Grace. Yes, Jenny McCarthy. No, Nancy I don't think Grace. Nancy Grace. Macy Gray. Macy Gray. It's Mary J. Blige. Mary J.'s in the spot tonight. God, this is this is indeed some of the first uh, meme propaganda that I've seen. Yeah, this, this is, is I mean this is emergent behavior from the reviewers that so we have not this is new. They're learning. They're getting craftier and smarter. So we'll have to be maybe be careful. I mean cuz I I personally I I don't have any problem with vaccinations. I think they're very needed. So Yeah, I mean I guess I would we say will that... have to be careful in the future to screen, you know, to make <laughs> sure that we're not uh that we're not subliminally affecting our right. viewership with uh with propaganda like this 
Right, and this is not the opinion of KB Mod. This is just the opinion of a reviewer, I guess. So we should be clear on that. Um, <laughs> God. All right. Well, that Next this week is we're gonna get like an like an email from or a review from somebody named like Uncle Planned Parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be great. You just ruined it. Next, someone could have done that. Uncle That's a great P. one. Land Parenthood. I like, I like how like Nick's an idea his shit like review i'm like super excited about and i'm bummed that we didn't actually get to read it god i think you, you're not appreciating subtlety of the yeah. of the message here yeah like like uncle planned parenthood would be far too on the nose <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because it's so on the nose so right, it also right. works. it's funny in contrast yes god damn it it's your great uncle life starts at conception <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You all right. Leave, we'll you should see. leave a review, Nick. Yeah, I feel like you're really, yeah. really good at this. Even though you I'm hate this the most. Downloading iTunes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just not gonna do it. Oh my god. I'm not leaving it for my one and only iTunes account that I've never written anything on. <laughs> I'm just saying, you seem to have some good content. Uh all right. Well, this has been episode I don't even know what episode, two hundred and seventeen, right? Yes, mm. two hundred and seventeen. Uh, I believe we'll all be back next week. Yes, we will. For episode 218. They're really flying by now. We're going 75, 80 miles per hour on the podcast highway. And <laughs> I don't know what this analogy and is. We're, we're all over the information superhighway as well. So yes. Worldwide web. We're all out there. So leave a review um, and listen to us live. If you only listen to us, uh, if you only listen to the audio version, stop in sometime. Every uh, every week, I feel like there's always one person who stops in and says, "Hey, first time catching it live," so be one of those people. I mean, I'm sure it's on most of your bucket list, so get it done. Maybe maybe this next week. Uh, all right, bucket list. Yeah, yeah the bucket list. To- Before I die, listen to a live KB Mod podcast. I mean, I'm sure somebody somebody out there has that. So we should real someone with a that. sad life, a very sad life, and I hope they don't finish their bucket list <laughs> if that, if this is on there. Yeah, yeah, we All probably right. don't quite qualify for that. Uh, but real quick before we end, I don't think we've promoted recently. Uh, we do have a lot of social media stuff. We do. Uh, we have Twitter account, so follow us at KBModGaming. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter. I'm at Volition. That's a one instead of the first I. Uh, we have at APL Fisher, at Infin, at KBModJohn. Um, you can follow our Facebook page. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. We still do some stuff here on Twitch. If you're watching live, twitch.tv slash kbmod. Um, and we do the podcast live every week at 10 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. So There you go. Follow us up. Catch our content and also catch follow a body. Follow us up. <laughs> follow us up, catch our content, and catch a body. We'll you're like back. a social media expert from like 2007. <laughs> hey guys, come follow media us up. You're a PR guru. Don't come, don't come follow us up. It's going on Oprah my resume. Oprah when, on Twitter. When I apply at Twitch, I'm going to be a social media guru, and Brandon's going to say, "No, you're a PR wizard." <laughs> <and a social laughs> guru. PR wizard. God damn it! All right, and we'll a hustler. You. Put the hustler in your Twitter bio too. Oh yeah. Entrepreneur, yeah. Hustler, hustler, social media guru. <laughs> you are entrepreneurial. <laughs> God damn it. All right. We'll be back uh, next week. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya.